Today I'll be discussing a recent stay at the Grand Californian Hotel and Spa while visiting the Disneyland Resort with my husband. This is episode 14 of Travel Adventures with Jamie. Welcome back to Travel Adventures with Jamie. I'm your host, Jamie Gomez. Last week, my husband and I stayed one night at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. We planned this about a month ago or so and just decided to do one night. I wanted to check out early entry. They recently changed the way that they do early entry at Disneyland. When they brought it back after COVID, they did early entry where you could go into either park 30 minutes prior to park opening. Now they have changed it back to the way that it was prior to COVID where they alternate parks on different days. So currently on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can get into Disney's California Adventure Park early. And then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, you can get into Disneyland Park 30 minutes early. So I wanted to check this out to see how it was working. We had decided to stay at the Grand Californian because most recently we've stayed a few times at the Disneyland Hotel. We have not stayed at the Grand Californian for quite a few years when our kids were really little. And I love the Grand Californian, especially when you do have little ones, because it is the closest hotel on property to the parks. In fact, at the Grand, they have an entrance right into California Adventure, which makes it really nice, especially if you have one of the rooms that's pretty close to that entrance, you can get back there in just a few minutes. The Disneyland Hotel and Pixar Place are the other two hotels that are on Disney property. They are a little bit more of a walk, but they are both really nice hotels. I love the feel of the Disneyland Hotel. It is very tropical. The Pixar Place Hotel was just recently redone. If you love Pixar, go into the lobby. They have photos and statues and little things hidden on the floor from Pixar movies. The pool area is really nice. The Pixar Place Hotel also has an entrance into California Adventure for those hotel guests that are staying there as well. But we had picked the Grand mostly because my husband really likes how convenient it is to the parks. And again, we hadn't stayed there in a while, so I wanted to go ahead and try that out. We stayed Sunday night just for one night. We left our house Sunday morning at about 7.15. We arrived at the hotel at 7.45. They asked us if we wanted to self-park for $40 a night or we could valet park for $70. The self-park is a parking lot that is across the street, so you park your car and then you have to walk back over. The valet parking is underneath the hotel. We went ahead and valet parked the car, mostly because we didn't want to park across the street and then walk all the way over there because we were trying to see how quickly we could get into the park. We dropped our bags off at Bell Services, walked to the entrance into downtown Disney. So you go through and they will scan your bags and then you go directly to the turnstiles. And we were walking into Disneyland as they were playing the welcome song. And because DCA was doing the early entry that day, everyone that was going into Disneyland all had the same chance to rope drop at the exact same time. Everyone was, you know, going to whatever ride they wanted to go to. We were not in a big rush that day 
to necessarily ride a bunch of rides. I did purchase Genie Plus so that way we could, you know, take it a little easy in the morning. We walked on to Big Thunder Mountain. We went over and got a breakfast burrito, a cup of coffee, ate that, and then slowly just made our way over to Winnie the Pooh. We rode that and walked through Galaxy's Edge on our way over to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because that was the first lightning lane that I had grabbed that morning. On our way there, we stopped to do Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It was maybe a five minute wait. And then same thing with It's a Small World. We rode those. We rode Mickey and Minnie's. As soon as we had scanned into Mickey and Minnie's, I grabbed a lightning lane for Toy Story Mania. I love that ride. And that is one that will have a longer wait later in the day and also that gets pushed the furthest out for Genie Plus. I went ahead and grabbed that and at this point it was maybe 10 30 and park hopping is at 11 a.m. So we started making our way over. We were just going to line up and park hop at when it it was 11 and I get a notification that our room is ready. That was a surprise because it was very early still. So we decided to go to the hotel, get our bags from Bell Services and go up to the room. We booked just a standard room. The elevators for our room, he directed me to go towards the fitness area and there's a bank of elevators over there. You could also use the ones in the lobby. Our room was basically in between those two elevators. So either way you could get to your room from either of those sets of elevators. Put our stuff away. The room is very nice. It sleeps five people. There are two queen beds. The couch flips into a twin bed so a fifth person can sleep there. The back of that headboard once the bed is flipped down has characters from Bambi. It's very sweet. It is not overly themed. It's just a tiny little bit of Disney theming. It has Bambi right there and then Chippendale. The hotel itself is very much themed to California. You see um, the carpeting out when you're walking down the halls, California poppies, a lot of things related to orange groves and wineries and things like that. I would say subtle theming. If you're looking for a lot of Disney, especially if you have little kids, the Disneyland Hotel or Pixar Place are going to have more of those themes for you. The restroom is really nice. It had a lot of amenities in there that you could use, you know, toothbrushes, loofahs, things like that. It is a very, very nice hotel. I thought the room was fantastic. We had, again, a standard view, but we were looking out over the pool. We had a little balcony, a couple of chairs out there. You could see the pool and some shrubbery. Overall, we were really pleased. So we put our stuff away. And at this point, it was maybe noon. We walked when we left our room back through so we could get towards the lobby. They have a huge dragon that they put up for Lunar New Year Festival. It is the year of the dragon. And so in the hotel lobby, they have a huge dragon that goes across the ceiling in there. That was really pretty. They had entertainment on different days there as well. We'd walk through later in the evening and there was somebody singing and playing an instrument. So a lot of stuff for Lunar New Year in that hotel. They also have a cart that sells some goodies. They had Rice Krispie treats, chocolate covered strawberries that I ended up purchasing on our way home. During certain holidays or certain festivals, they will have some things there that you can purchase at these holiday carts or festival carts. We made our way over to California Adventure this time using a different entryway that goes directly into California Adventure Park. The first thing that I wanted to do was to purchase the lanyard. For these festivals, you can purchase a lanyard and you are prepaying and you are saving a little bit of money as long as you are purchasing items that are a certain dollar amount or higher. Depending on 
if you have the magic key or not, that changes the price of this lanyard. And then you want to make sure that all the items that you're purchasing are over a certain dollar amount. So there were six. They used to have tabs that you would actually physically hand to the cast members. Now they scan. So you have to remember that you have six scans total. When they hand you the receipt, they will tell you how many scans you have left. I prefer the tabs just because it's a visual reminder of how many you have left to use. But I just need to remember now that I have this lanyard. And even though there are no tabs on it, I still have two scans left because we didn't use them all. Whereas in the past, I would see that you had two tabs. So then you would remember. I understand, you know, you're throwing away plastic tabs. It's probably not the best thing. It's a little harder, I think, just remembering how many scans you still have left on this. Because we have the magic key, I wanted to make sure that each of the items we were purchasing was, I believe it was like $7. I went to the first booth. The lines were very long, but they are letting you order all the items you want at one booth. So I asked for a menu and they have a menu with all the items at all the booths and it gives you the cost of each item. We went through and picked a few things that we wanted from Wrapped with Love. We wanted some of the dumplings. We got the quesadilla egg rolls. And so we ate on those a little bit and made our way over to Toy Story Mania. When I planned this vacation, I did not realize that the NFC AFC football championships would be this particular day. The team that we are rooting for was still in the championship. So I made reservations that day at GCH Bar because they have a TV and we could catch at least some of the first game on that TV there. We weren't in the parks riding rides probably as much as we would have been if it weren't for the football games that were going on. We headed back to the hotel. We watched the first game there at the bar. We had lunch. I had the steak salad that is so delicious. He ordered the nachos, which is huge. We, I was so full after eating my steak salad that I took a couple bites of the nachos, but it was a huge thing. It's definitely a shareable item. And then after that, we decided to go watch the second game up in our room. We went up there. We like to hear the announcers when we watch football, so we preferred to be up there. Watch the game in our room at um, I think it was halftime about 5 6 o'clock there was a knock on our door they were coming in to do a turndown service which we politely declined but just so you know they will do that at the hotel and as we were watching the game I was trying to stack lightning lanes for us for later that evening our plan was to go back into Disneyland the problem was it was not very busy at the park so at let's say two o'clock I wanted a return time for Indiana Jones. I could get the next one at 2.15. I was getting them and then having to try to push them out. And I just was having such a hard time getting them further out um, from you know the time that it currently was. So that's one of the bad things when it's not a very busy day. The return times are so close that then you're constantly on your phone trying to push it further out. We kept getting notifications that it was time to you know, redeem our lighting lane, but we weren't ready to do that. And then I had to push it even further back. So it was a little bit irritating when it's not that busy and your return time is almost immediate. I did push Indiana Jones until I think seven o'clock. And then I also grabbed one for Big Thunder Mountain for eight o'clock by the time I kept pushing that back. We ended up not using the one for Big Thunder Mountain. So after the game, we got ready. We went back in the park and we rode Indiana Jones. And then we went over to Oga's Cantina. We had reservations at 7.40. We were seated at a table with a group of five and then they set us with them. And then the cast member came over and asked all of us to scoot even closer together. And they brought in two more women to sit with us. So 
At least we were sitting at a table, but there were quite a few of us at this table. The group of five left shortly thereafter, and then we moved over, and they never put anyone else with us. But I was glad to be sitting, but it is sort of that awkward. You're so close to people. It's hard to have a conversation. Everyone's listening. So we stayed in Oga's till about 8.30. On this particular day, some Star Wars thing was released and so everybody was there with their lightsaber in front of the Millennium Falcon holding them up and doing some stuff out there it actually looked really cool to see all of that they were doing it before we went into Oga's and then when we went out of Oga's they were doing it again that was kind of fun to watch and then after that we just decided we were tired it was I don't uh, about 9 15 walked through Galaxy's Edge over to Rivers of America and they were just finishing up the Mickey's Mix Magic This was a Sunday night, but they were only doing projections because of the wind. They were not doing the fireworks. So that is kind of a bummer. And again, it's something I always tell my clients, do not wait until the last night. If you're there a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, try to see it on Friday if you want to see the fireworks, because chances are it will be canceled probably at least one of those days. And that way you're not waiting until the last day and getting disappointed when it doesn't show the fireworks. We watched that for just a second, walked around the rivers of America and grabbed an ice cream while everyone was kind of leaving the park. We were back in the room by about 10 15. The plan for the next day was to utilize early entry. I wanted to check it out to see what it was like. My husband said he would just sleep in and I could come back and get him after I was done. That's what I did. I left the room at about 6 30 or so. I was just walking around the resort taking some photos. At 6 52 I went over to see how many people were actually waiting in line to go through security. There were about four or five families and waiting in line i walked over to the quick service place at gch grill and grabbed a coffee and by the time i walked back there were about 15 families in front of me now you don't have to be there that early because early entry does not start until 7 30 they do not drop the rope until 7 30 but it was the people that just wanted to get through security. So once we all walked through security, they had two ropes. When you walked out of the hotel into the park, they had a rope on the left and a rope on the right. If you were going to head left, that was the way towards Soren, and the rope on the right would be how you would get to Cars Land. We were all standing there, and then at about 7.15, I noticed that the group that was heading towards Soren all started walking away. And I asked the cast member who was holding, I was at the front of the rope. So I was able to talk to the cast member and I asked her, how far do you let them go? And she said, all the way over towards Buena Vista Street. So if you were wanting to ride things in Avengers Campus, that would be a better way for you to go because they actually walked a lot further around that way than if you were trying to come the way we were going, which would take you by Redwood Creek and Ariel and around that way. So if you're doing Soren Avengers Campus, you would want to head in that direction. 7.30 on the dot, they dropped the rope and our group that was heading towards Cars and Pixar Pier, we started walking by Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, past Ariel, and as we get to the edge of where the Ariel ride is, I see all of the people who have been staying at Pixar Place. Again, they get to use their own entrance. They are walking in front of us. They were actually ahead of us. It's not as far for them to walk where they let them in by the corn dog place. Just something to note, they do not walk my that group that was going to the right. They didn't let them we stayed right there at the Grand California. So we had a little more of a walk than some of the other groups. Just keep that in mind. We head over towards Radiator Springs Racers. There were 
a lot of people that wanted to get in line for this. This ride does not open until eight o'clock. It is not open for early entry. Everyone that is waiting in line is knowingly waiting for 30 minutes so that they are one of the first ones on this ride. So you are choosing to wait in that line versus doing some other rides for that first 30 minutes. Another option is to pay for an individual lightning lane so that you don't have to wait in this line. I got in the line at 741. At about 7.55, they actually moved us into the queue for Radiator Springs. And I would say there were probably at that point that I got in line, because I didn't rush and get in line right away. I was taking my time and walking over there. There were probably 60, 70 people in front of me. So it was quite a long line already. As they moved us through the queue, they made an announcement. And they said the ride should open at 8 o'clock if they can get it running before that they would start it early. I thought, great, fantastic. We all go through this queue and then it stops at a certain point. We are just at the very beginning of the queue. We haven't walked all the way down yet to where you actually get on the cars. At eight o'clock, they let us go. And so they didn't start the ride early. At eight o'clock, they let us go. We're all walking through the queue. It's moving. And then they stop the people and say that the ride is down. So I'm like, okay, let's see how long this takes. Maybe 16, 17 minutes. Then they finally got the cars moving again. This is just something to note. This ride has difficulties opening in the morning. And I always tell people to check the app before you walk all the way over there. Because if I was someone who was getting in the park at eight o'clock, who was not staying on property, all the people that had early entry that were already in this line, the ride is now not working. And it was a 70 minute wait at this point for those that were entering this queue. So it's just something to keep in mind. You may not want to waste your time in the morning doing that if you would rather just pay for the ride, decide what time you want to ride it later in the day. Now, if you're there for multiple days, then yes, this is something that you can do. But it took a little over an hour to get from early entry all the way through the queue and to get off the ride. To me, that's not how I would want to spend my first hour in the park in the morning when most people are not in the park and you can get a lot of rides done that day. So just something to think about. After that, I went back over to the hotel, got my husband, we packed up our stuff. That's when I bought the chocolate covered strawberries for my son. We dropped our bags off with Bell Services. That particular day, my goal was to enjoy some of the stuff for the Lunar New Year Festival. I think about 10 o'clock, we went back to GCH Grill. We had breakfast. That's a good place to eat and grab breakfast in the morning. Then after that, we went ahead and walked over to the Lunar New Year. Again, we have two scans left, but we weren't really wanting to eat that. We just had breakfast. So I have to now remember to bring that back with me before the festival is over. We were going to watch the Lunar New Year procession. It started at 1245. So we had a little bit of time before that, there is a woman. She has a metal plate in front of her and she has very hot sugar and she pours it into the shape of animals. So for, I think it was $15, you could do a dragon or a phoenix and then $12, you could do some other animals. And it was just absolutely amazing. So even if you don't want to purchase one from her, you can stand over there and watch her. She's incredible. After that, we went and sat over in Paradise Gardens. We were just kind of killing some time before the parade started. They have live music there. I got in line to meet characters. When I first got in line, Mulan was there meeting and the cast members tell you that the person that you see when you're in line may not be the same character that you get to meet when you go up there. By the time I was about fourth from getting to go meet the character, Mulan switched and it was Minnie and Mickey and a lot of people were disappointed. So just know that they don't stay there for very long. I think she stayed maybe 15, 20 minutes. So they don't really guarantee how long the characters will be there. They rotate between Mulan, Mushu, Minnie, Mickey, and then Goofy. After that, I went and got a spot to watch the parade. The parade started 
all the way on Buena Vista Street. And so it was supposed to start at 1245. It took a good 20 minutes to get all the way over to Paradise Gardens where we were. So make a note of that. So if the parade starts at 1245, but it's starting clear on the other side, it'll take a good 20 minutes to get to you. Same thing at Disneyland with that parade. If it's starting all the way back by It's a Small World, it takes almost 20 minutes to get all the way down to Main Street. And then after the parade, we walked the pathway that you can use if you're staying at Pixar Place. So we exited right there next to the Corn Dog Castle and used that entrance that goes along the side of the Grand Californian. I wanted to check out this hotel. This was the day before the official opening. The lobby is adorable. They have nods to all the Pixar movies in the floor. You can find characters every once in a while. They're kind of hidden in the floor. We went up to see the pool area. It's this huge outdoor area. Very nice. They have spaces for for people to sit and play games. There's a snack bar. That's where the pool and the splash pad are. It's really a nice hotel. I think that next time we go, we will probably stay there just because I haven't stayed there in years since obviously it just got redone. We stayed there when it was the uh, Paradise Pier Hotel. So I'm looking forward to staying there. They have the restaurant Great Maple. You can make reservations and eat there. And then they also had a little quick service down there in the lobby as well. After we walked around the hotel, we decided to walk back to downtown Disney. We grabbed sandwiches to take home for the kids, grabbed our bags, got our car, and that was that. We had a very quick trip. Again, football took over a lot of that more than I had anticipated. I just wasn't thinking about playoffs as I was planning this trip. I just hadn't stayed at the Grand Californian in a while, so I wanted to stay there again. I just love the convenience of having the entrance into California Adventure, being so close to Disneyland at the end of the night when you're tired, having to walk five minutes versus 15 minutes is lovely. And I also wanted to see what the early entry was like. I do like the fact that on the opposite days when it's not the park that's utilizing early entry, that everyone who's at the park gets a fair shot at rope dropping, whatever it is that they want to rope drop. It's nice to know that if you just show up or you're staying off property, that you get into the park at the same time that everyone else is. That is really nice to to be able to do. Um, so it breaks it up just a little bit. I hope this was helpful. If you are planning a trip to Disneyland and you are utilizing early entry, that'll give you a little food for thought about what to do if you are looking at doing it at California Adventure. Again, if you're doing early entry at Disneyland and you have little ones, I recommend going to Fantasyland because if you do have Genie Plus, those rides do not take Genie Plus. That's just a good way to start your day and get all of those rides in. So if you would like help planning a vacation to Disneyland or anywhere else, I am a travel advisor with Fantastical Vacations, and I would be more than happy to help you. Please reach out, jamie at fantasticalvacations.com. If you have traveled recently to Disneyland or anywhere else and you would like to come and share, I would love to hear from you. Please reach out, Travel Adventures with jamie at yahoo.com. I will have all that information in the show notes as well as the social media where you can follow me there and you can ask me any questions leave comments if you are enjoying this podcast i would love if you could leave a rating and review so it will help this show grow that is it until next time happy traveling